Paragordo uh, Activity Podcast number 12. Number 12. Well, we started from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> we, this, is a, this is like the third attempt we've been trying to film this episode. First of all, by my house, we're recording at my house, there was a, a, a was raid. A high-speed like chase. A high-speed chaser, like... And then we were getting we were getting the police band through the like headphones. Yeah, they're get down on the get ground. Down on I'm, the like, ground. I'm like, what is going on? It's another, just another beautiful day in the five six two. Everybody the, here in for those of you off outside. for those of you in the UK listening to us, uh, we have a lot of fans from the UK and Australia. Oh, yeah. uh, Bob's your uncle. No, don't do that. That's disrespectful, bro. <laughs> Probably making fun of our East LA <laughs> accents. No, that, that's what they okay, don't, say, don't make though. fun of them. Don't, don't talk about their accents. Look at our accents. They, like they, sound, they sound weird. They sound like that movie American Me. <laughs> Would you like a spotted dick? That's <laughs> not. That's not. That's, see, not that's, how that's it. actually a, a dessert out there. It comes in a can. Yeah, so do you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like war food. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. They're like delicate. spam. Yeah. Well, tacos are no, war food. War food too. Tacos come from the soldiers in the revolution. Go. Here we go with the with the uh, Villa stuff. During the revolution, the taco was invented because that was what the soldiers would use. It had to be food on the go. Mm-hmm. So there you You're go. You're not kidding, right? I'm not kidding. This is true. This is I'm gonna rude. look it up. Look it because up. Because I thought, look- like, since forever, you know, the Indians and the natives, they all used corn everything listen i always knew that they used the flatbread pre-war right? right so it's just like convenient the tortilla yes but we didn't like pre-war, them right? tu dile, tu dile, we didn't Daniela. like them okay the tortilla was never eating as a taco the tortilla was always separate no but but still it's but it was used as a, as a utensil como, scoop no 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 era, no, era i como... never i never put taco and war food together well canned stuff i just don't I see like you having time like you're getting bullets shot at you now, son. Hey, saca el taquero! You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> with the... Dude, what the fuck? Con el disco? Con el maiseca? Dame dos de... Dame dos de saudero. Dame uno de al pastor. He had to have a fucking chilango accent. Me das una de suadero. Una de suadero. Y una de... Una de carnitas. Um... That accent, bro. That's that's fucking the Pedro Infante movies. Why did you get mad at me? Because I did a I did a horrible but British accent. I'm not, I'm not accent. talking shit about the British people. Talking about, I wasn't talking shit. You're the one that people like, from the UK. This is all people in in part of Mexico talk to back in the four back in the old movies. Back in the war days when the they made war tacos. Days tacos. <laughs> those, remember those Pedro Infante movies? Fucking. Se robaron a mi chachita. Chilango talk. Estoy en amor. Me presentas a tu hermana. It's always it that cadence. So creepy. Yeah, I know. Like, it always sounds very sad. Like, they always go through like a lot of bad shit. Me robaron mi carrito. That was I know. Um. Anyways, uh, I digress. <sighs> Back to the uh, subject at hand. We haven't even talked about the subject at hand yet. How did we even get into tacos? <laughs> Do we always end up? Let's not go back to the tacos. Let's just remember that one. T- focus. By the way, Daniela. How do you know if your tacos are hot? Yeah, are you gonna introduce me? Hello, Daniela. Uh, her her Spanish name is Gutierrez. 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 Uh, Gutierrez. Uh, Daniela's a very good uh, friend. Very good friend of mine. We've worked on a few uh, uh, videos, and and uh, we've done yeah. some pretty cool stuff together. We met on set. 
one time we were on yeah. set for like fucking 16 hours. And yeah. I had to sit next to her 16 hours. From mm. from like nine p.m. to nine eight to like twelve nine a.m. You left at you left at nine because you were. I showed up at seven p.m. and I left the next morning at nine a.m. So we were fuck. We we shot. It was, it was making tacos, picture. right? It was at a, it was at a tacos gavilan. We were yes. there. I, I played the chef. How the stories connect. I played the main the, the chef of tacos gavilan, the head chef, and she <laughs> played the social media guru guru for the for the tacos gavilan. Yeah. We, I think in that time we bonded because we had to be there, sitting there for so many hours that it was so tiring that we had to come back and shoot again because Daniela looked like she was dying throughout the whole. Shut up! I no, it, the the entire crew was dying, and I remember you just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> you talked from the minute you walked in. Oh man, because I had to be and on. The I was sunset. And then morning came, and you were just like, "Did I ever tell you about tacos in the war?" And I was like, "Oh my god, this guy Nice callback. You're always working in your head. So. We argued a lot throughout the whole yeah, night. You know what, Daniela? Welcome to my last 14 years set. with this guy. You know, I we met. I think we met like three days, of, like maybe a week before, before the table read. And yes, and, and, just, um, and when I first read, met her, I was like, we also did. Um, we did an appearance for one of your personal projects uh, in Pomona. Pomona. You, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Downtown. That's right. We did. We and then I think, but that first time we met. What were you doing in Pomona? It was at it was at the restaurant. It was at the was that before after the the filming? I think it was after. I don't know. I think it was after the table read. Was it one of your Momo's tastes? No, no, no. It was. I don't forget what it was. But now I can't remember if it was before or after. But um. But yeah, we got to hang out and uh And then she went to a couple of our shows. You know? Yes. We 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 became friends because she had she had um she had Moxie. What? <laughs> she had Moxie. She no. had Moxie. She was the bee's knee. She was the bee's ah. knee. No, you know what? She was really she was a uh, whenever I meet somebody that I, I like to work with, um it's all about the banter. And she has great banter. And then we we uh we shot another video. You mean that I have an intellect and no, I'm just not yapping my gums, right? No, it's gonna, that it's you, gonna, uh, you don't you you don't shut up either. Do. Okay. You just yeah. I met my match, and then uh, I met Don Don Hefty. Um, a sh- not formally, <laughs> I I saw your stand up uh, a few times. Uh, what do you think? And, and she's good. We, she's like, oh, that's so sweet of you to give him a chance. <laughs> she told me. <laughs> and and then we did another uh, filming. We did with one of our good friends, where I had a very small part, but nonetheless, we were there for a handful of hours. And yeah, you had like one line, but you were there for like eighteen hours. Get a llorar, get a llorar. Yeah, and then she was just there to mock me that day, which was yeah. the role. But so now I have which is two you more be used friends. To now she has two friends, so she's she's been she's not only is she. Um, a good friend, but she's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Throughout this whole COVID, uh, this madre, she's yeah. been um, quite of quite the entrepreneur. Uh, quite the seamstress is the word. Exactly. For. She's she makes these amazing amazing masks. Which um, I, I love the USC one, by the way. Huh? Thank uh, you. You made her, you made him something. She uh, gave me a double breasted school, one. A seamstress and <laughs> she made you a double breasted double breasted USC mask. Yes. She's made me a lot of them. And I think she took into consideration my big face. No, uh, yeah, we uh, 
I just started making uh, uh, an accidental business out of something very horrible that uh, is currently still happening. And I just started to put um, my fabric making skills uh, to good use. I've, I've been in the textile and fabricating business since I was a little girl. She's a regular um, Mexican. And so I know a lot about where to get it, what to get, and all that good stuff. And I grew up in that know. same business. Yeah, Hefty did. Hefty yeah. did. Yeah. Hefty grew up also in this kind of the same. Exactly the same. He has business. a tattoo. He has a tattoo of it. Of uh, of, of, of what? scissors. I have a, I have uh, the scissors para cortar moldes, like when you're doing patterns. No way. Yeah, with the flat end and the curvy on the top. Just like Hefty. Okay. I got a whole cutting. Yeah, my parents used to own a. Uh, uh, they used to run their own seamstress shop. They used to work for like no one way. of the, yeah. I remember summers they would kidnap me for child labor purposes. Same. Know. So my yeah, my mom used to work in those uh, shops. Where can we find these masks? Uh, on my Instagram uh, for now, uh, Danny Gish underscore is my name. That is so hard and to there's... figure out. Can you spell it out for some people? Cause, <laughs> I know. Yeah. No. Uh, D-A-N-N-I-G-E-E-I-S-H underscore and there's a website in the works and more projects up ahead. So, so yeah, hit, you can just... Hit her up, guys. Here. They're great masks. I wear a bunch of them that she sent me. Uh, George Lopez is pretty much endorsing her too recently. He wears some, some, some of her stuff. Um, check her out. Yeah, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> so the reason we, we uh, I wanted you to talk to us because you know we, we talked a lot and uh you're you're i don't know if are you into the macabre the macabre you say <laughs> are you into the paranormal <laughs> what is it with the word the 1920 words no you know yeah i'm not not very familiar with that terminology what the hell is that macabre, you know what macabre macabre, the macabre. you know ah. you, i saw the movie the greatest the greatest the greatest show with uh what's his name uh, Hugh Jackman, uh, Wolverine, and he said that people are fascinated by the macabre, and I'm like, I'm gonna use that at one point. I just don't know when. And uh, here we are. Uh, are you into the uh, paranormal? Isn't that like ma- macabre, like mac- what is that? Yes, macabre. Isn't that like associated with like grimness or something? Yeah, Most of them are horrifying. It is. Have you seen us up close? Um, <laughs> she laughs. See this how she is. laughs? The well, just... know, well I, I'm always told I'm handsome. Like that's what my parents tell me, but you never know. Your parents, um, <laughs> truth tellers. <laughs> they they tell you the truth, but you're you're gorgeous. You're the most beautiful gorgeous. man I've ever met. You know your sarcasm is not well I'm received not... in this in this uh, plane of reality. Listen, are you now? I'm gonna ask her again and see if she answers my question. Are you into the paranormal? Yes. I mean, yes, it's interesting whether you believe in it or not. Do you have any experiences that you had yourself? Yes. Would you like to talk about these experiences? Yes, yes, I would. I have it in such a Do you a know any other words uh, other than yes? these images in the back of my head. And thanks to you, I get to relive them. Well, that's, that's what I'm here for. So listen, today's topic on the <laughs> podcast is this. And I'm making this up as I go on. What I I feel a lot of people um, tend to do is free uh, don't tell nobody that their house is haunted. They're afraid to tell people their house is haunted 
and and because they're afraid they're gonna get like I don't know made fun of think people think they're crazy nobody really wants to talk about their house being haunted until someone brings up the topic and then they're like well believe it or not you know in my house fucking there's a naked lady who passes by at night like some kind of a weird fucking story <laughs> I just you know whatever popped into my head People are afraid. Um, here with me today, uh, we have another guest. His name is Rene Flores. Rene was, he's my compadre, number one. Um, he's also been my friend since uh, high, like I think like junior high, high school, since high school. We've known each other for over 20 years. And 20 years ago, we were paranormal investigators going In to people's houses. I ran out of high school. We're, we're going. We used to wear paranormal investigators. We'd go to people's houses, working alongside of jumpsuits, everything. We had shirts. We used to also work with the medium AJ Barrera, you know, the good friend of mine. We, you know, you know AJ since high school too. I know AJ since yeah, since high school. Well, I know AJ. I go way back with AJ. Don't be jealous, bro. You give me that uh, jealous, like you know other men other than me. No, <laughs> no, no, that's not even it. I'm just like, I'm learning stuff about you. It's, it's you know. Don't look at me like that when you learn things you know? about me. You're like you're judging me. You're looking at me very macabre. Macabre, yeah. <laughs> Macably. So when, when when Renee and I were we first started out uh, in the paranormal, we were we were just afraid of it. We we were so intrigued by it that we really didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Um, but what, one thing that people would tell us like, oh, you got to come to our house. It's haunted, and we would go, and most of the time they were just full of shit. You know, it was the house settling. It was pipes, water pipes, you know, old plumbing, electricity gone crazy. Um, you know, what time of the day was it? What time of the year was it? What, what was the weather like? Was it during uh, when people around the neighborhood? I mean, there's so many factors other than the paranormal. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's not if you hear a noise in your house, a rumbling. It could be an animal in, an, in the <laughs> yeah. attic. It can be the fact that you live by an airport. The, yeah, the the rumbling. The, sometimes you don't feel the vibrations. Yeah, there's. You, know, but, you gotta feel it. Feel but it, the feel first the thing vibrations. we want to do. I mean, I'd rather say the house is haunted than fucking go get a plumber, because the plumber's gonna cost you fucking fifteen thousand dollars more. Damn, are you getting certified plumbers here or what? Yeah, some real. I get doom. that guy that has a sign on the on the, some on guy the with lawn. Drano. You get Bubba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Se arreglan pipas. Yeah. <laughs> You were sore that week. Right. Um, I was. So, I'm just saying, like, some people, you know, they don't know what steps to go, you know, to to actually figure out if their house is haunted. So we're going to do this. We're going to tell you what to do, what not to do, if you feel your house is haunted. Kind of a good idea, bad idea. Good idea, situation. bad idea. Renee, do you remember the first time we went to someone's house and they said it was haunted? I'm trying to think because sometimes we went to locations that were like a public park or maybe like somewhere where you, because we were trying to get like complete footage with the the infrared lights and the and the. We had know. infrared. We had all so much. We, equipment. we had this equipment 20 years ago. We we, we were made hey, it, we were we were <laughs> smartest, bro. We were legit. Were you were you were you Mickey Mousing these no, uh, well, these instruments? This is before YouTube, so we we hit, literally had a yeah. Like, we, there online. was no YouTube, bro. We didn't but know this how back to do when this. Radio Shack was around. No, huh? pretty much, yeah, Radio it was Shack all Radio was Shack. How do we Did know? You go into like other people's houses and be like, "Aquí te voy a ayudar." Yeah, we we because see, you, like, 
<laughs> it was kind of like that. I think the first. And then sh- you were arrested immediately. Well, the and first. You called it a night. The first shoot we ever did, I think, it was someone's home, was the Montebello House, was it? Hell yeah, that was. It was the Montebello House. Recording. Yeah, so we yeah. went to this house in Montebello, and this lady called us up, and we. But took, how did she find out about you? It was she found out through a friend of a friend of somebody. Were you guys doing telephone poles? No, it, it was just. I think it was a friend of. It was a friend <laughs> of a friend of of the of the girl that we had hosting it, our, our paranormal show. So when we we called her up, we're like, hey, uh, so we hear your house is haunted. Do you mind if we show up and record overnight? We're gonna take a medium with us. Like, you <laughs> you stole deal. her radio. She's some uh, some Latina girl. She's some Latina. You would just chick. steal a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, we just go and just <laughs> jagger. So we show up and we went like professional. We went in all in matching shirts and shit, like fucking. Like, what did you do? Did you like, stenciled in spray paint? Stenciled in spray paint shirts. Yeah. We did, huh? We show up, and then uh, we took our friend, uh, the medium, and, you know, it's hard to explain to these people, hey, este es, este es un medium, and, like, well, he looks like a, like a 2X. Yeah, like, we didn't, we didn't know how to explain it to people. Like, they thought he was a psychic. <laughs> well, if he's psychic, wouldn't he know what it is? I'm like, it doesn't work like that. So I remember we're like, we just said, okay, where does all the action happen? And she made us sit in a room, which was her son's room, and it was Renee myself and aj i was laying in one of the beds we turned all the lights off renee had the infrared camera so you just go to a stranger's house and lay in the bed we they welcomed us we didn't know what to do so we're sitting on the bed when the and it's fucking dark as fuck and we start seeing little lights scattered around the house like little little lights in the dark that freaked us the fuck out we didn't tell nobody then we're like this is something weird going on then aj was like it's not in here it's not here. It's not what she thinks it is. I'm like, what is it? I, I don't feel anything, but I just feel there's something here. I just don't know what it is. So he goes, do you have like an altar or like a, a, a like a bunch of shrines, like a shrine? And then and then she goes, what does that got to do with anything? And AJ goes, can I see it? She takes us to her bedroom and we walk in and we see a whole shrine to her brother that passed like a few years ago. And AJ goes, it's him. He's here. You need to let him go. He's the one that that is around you. The noises you hear, it's him. The 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 pennies from heaven are him. Pennies from heaven is an expression used because, uh, like when you hear things fall, like pennies fall, coins. A lot of these spirits that are still connected to us from the other side tend to use our keys. You know, they 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 hide them or or coins dropping that's the way to tell them that they're here they're around you so she would hear stuff like that so aj was like it's him he's here and then he's she's like i don't know so then aj reads gives her reading and tells her things that only of course she would know when that happens i had an anxiety attack i had an anxiety attack i had to leave the room i was freaking out our host nancy starts crying out of nowhere putting an emotion he was taking us through his last days of what he went through. And and everything she, she said, it was happening to us. There's video of this. I, I, I'll show you the video, and I'll, I'll put it up on a link to this. We actually recorded a part. It's just still be on YouTube. I think the, the link's on there. On, yeah. I mean, the, but the video. And, and then remember when that when I think Alfonso was with us, he goes, I feel cold. And you see an orb pass right through his hand. Yeah, yeah you slowed it down so you can see it. I mean, that was the first we were in someone's house, and that's what we, you know, that, that scene from Ghostbusters when they catch that first ghost and they oh, go, yeah, no, like, We came, we saw, we kicked Dick's ass. That's how we felt that day when we got out of that house because that was our first, 
real like we when we left that house. But how how did it feel just knowing that it does exist? Oh, it it it's it really well. That was a different day. That was that was before that. Um, but when this was the first time we actually helped somebody, we left their house and she, dude, she said you guys gave me so much closure. We don't hear any noises anymore. Like for us, we that was our first like paranormal triumph, I think. And it wasn't, you know, it, it was scary, right? A real encounter, yeah. Well, that's what the name of the show was, Real Encounters, was, and we actually got one. <laughs> yeah, we that was our first real encounter. And then the show later was bought, uh, and they went. It went to Mundos. Uh, it was called From Beyond, but me and me and Renee weren't in it. They cut you out. They cut us out. Fucking AJ. Nah, I'm. <laughs> It's true though. AJ will tell you that AJ will tell you that it was it was a show that I created, and and uh, Mundos bought it, but they didn't want me and Renee. They wanted people that were famous. Mm. And but now they fucking, I could have been a star. Um, but that that that's what really happened to us. We were like the first fucking like, all Latino paranormal investigators in LA. We we went to so many different things. So that's where we for our first time we we started to. All the people we went to go visit, we started to learn what it was to have a haunted house and what wasn't. Because we did see a lot of a lot of people that it wasn't. It was a uh, one room felt weird. Well, that's because it was all the wiring in the room. The you know you create your own. We would have an EMF reader to see what the magnetic field was, and it was it was like peaking. That's the electromagnetic field. Yeah, and we would see all this room. Well, because they have a boiler in here, they have a the electrical wires here. I mean, no wonder it's it's. People feel weird in that room. I mean, we went through all that shit. And I think the, the one we would see the most was plumbing. People's plumbing. Say, oh, yeah, algo. we hear noises. I'm like, well, fuck, you got old pipes. Every time I shower, the, the wall rattles. The wall rattles, yeah. So the calcium buildup in the pipes. <laughs> yeah. But, Daniela, did you ever have anything like that? Um, I have. I think we've all experienced kind of like same, or like similar things. Um, but I remember two homes in particular because I moved around a lot um, when we were younger and certain houses had different energies and I am not one to like immerse myself into really believing like there's a freaking witch in this house and that that's it. I, I, I kind of don't believe in that stuff, but there was no doubting the things that I saw and the things that I heard. And there was one particular house that had a very long hallway. And those are always freaky. It was, a, was it, yeah. And it was at night, it was so dark, you could not even see your hand in front of your face. It was really dark. Is it like and one I of those was, hallways that um, only had a like light switch on one end? 14, 15. And so when it was time to go to bed and everything you had to make sure that you didn't have to get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom or anything like that so all of that had to get taken care of before you went to bed because there's no way in hell that i was going to get up in the middle of the night once i went to bed but um <laughs> there were certain noises that woke me up that would wake me up and it was the pitter patter of little children's feet oh, and just even talking about it right now i could just still vividly remember and hear those footsteps going down that hallway and they always started slowly and then they sprinted right up to my door 
And I always remember something in this house wants to get at me. I would lock the door and there was even moments where, oh, this is so creepy. I would not really like vividly see like their eyes or anything like that, but the shape, something was there. Something was like, they were full of angst. It wasn't, it was like they wanted attention or something. And I always felt that presence in that house. And even until recently, my mother was like, why didn't, why didn't you ever tell me this? I was like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I didn't want to pay attention to it. She goes, because I felt the same way in that house. Like something was always looking over me. That's the thing. And people, people don't want to talk about it because they're afraid that people are gonna, you're crazy. You know, it, and and also I've heard like no le pongas atención. That's true. Si le pones atención, vas a tractar más energía mala o sabe qué cosa. And I think that was part of the bigger reason because it was so scary to me um, that I just never really wanted to talk about it out loud. I didn't want to confirm anything. I didn't want it to be real. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And, and there's a second house that we also moved into where it was immediately negative. And at night, I know that there was a, a little girl in that house about the age of six or seven. And I don't know why those details stand out to me, but she longed for somebody. So um, we were younger. We, uh, I slept like in a bunk bed. So I was always at the top and I could always, oh my God. At night, she would walk again through this shorter hallway into the bedroom and she would always stand by the doorway and she would just look at me. She didn't want anything of me. I felt that presence. She didn't have an angst like this other ghost, <laughs> um, but I knew she was a girl and she wore white and she wore a white dress and she gave me this older generation feeling yeah. She was just looking at me. She was just she was just looking at me. Night what, after night. What do you um, what do you what do you think um what do you think she um was trying to tell you by just looking at you? I think she was just trying to observe something. Maybe she was observing me. She I, I don't I, I, I just don't know. You have, I would say you're sensitive because knowing you, we've gotten to know you, 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 you attract um, people's uh, energies because you, you have a good personality, but you don't take shit from people. And people are attracted to that because they want to be around someone who has that authentic, uh, I'm just me. And, and I think people who are like that I'm like that. Hefty's like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, we, but I think being that she was a ghost, she was probably looking for like, I don't know, maybe some sort of like motherly care. I mean, do you think she knew maybe she was she a ghost? She seemed lost and she's like, okay. Uh, like, do ghosts know they're ghosts? No, some yeah. do Some do know and then some don't want to acknowledge the fact that they are. Um, that they, Look, it's like, you don't know what's in that realm that you don't want to die you're afraid to die so you you live in limbo most of the crossovers that AJ, aj's done it was him trying to tell people go towards the light crossover you're dead it's okay to go towards it 
Um, and most of them were kids. But like, is that light constantly there, or do you have like a timeline to go to it? I think it's whenever you're ready to go. People are afraid to get judged. They're afraid of what's next. There's always like, uh, I've also heard that there's like unfinished business for some souls that they can't cross over, even if they wanted to. And they're stuck in purgatory. There's that side of things as well. Oh, the whole purgatory thing. And I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the, the the set rules for this is, but you know, those are the well. There's many. There's many stories many, that we hear. Stories, religions, beliefs. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, I think anybody can cross over once you go towards the light, or or you're. Because remember, one time we were at this park, and AJ was picking up was it like a, what was it like a girl that was on that OD'd at the park yeah yeah some female some female that OD'd in the park and he was talking to her and he was I'm gonna help her cross over she needs to acknowledge that she's gone and she needs to move on and wait this, so this girl it wasn't a girl it, it was a it was a spirit like an was, element okay like, like a ghost an entity and AJ was me and, this is the first ever time we've ever been on with AJ on on uh, in the field on the field, yeah. So, Renee, Renee, <laughs> what's up with your voice there, bro? Because I was laughing. Because Renee, Renee, and I were looking at each other like, like, <clears throat> like. Uh, <laughs> he looked at me like, "This is for real." Like, is this, is this this motherfucker really telling us that he's gonna cross over a ghost right now? Like, because you just seen him talk to himself, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the first time we we've actually. Uh, we work with AJ. I thought he was, <clears throat> man, my voice. I thought he was full of shit. I really did. Uh, until he goes, I'm going to help him cross over. Like, no, you're not. And then I saw a white light flash in front of me, and Renee saw it too on the video camera. So once. So you were the camera operator? Oh, yeah, no. No, no. I would be like, mm mm. So, so this is the it's first time much. we, the first time we ever, we've ever done an investigation with AJ ever. Um, when I saw this, I remember I was looking at Renee. Renee looks at me, and then we had his brother Roger with us. And Roger looks just looking at each other like we were all, we were just we we were in awe. I remember I think Renee had a a a, a what was it called the Patriot the Jeep. No, this is before that. that before we had, that, I think we had, we had a different car like a Cutlass Supreme or something like that. Yeah, some. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gangster yeah. car, gangster. I remember gangster ghost. I remember I just went into the car. And I okay. sat down in the car, and I didn't talk to anybody for like, like half an hour. I was so Shock. fucking freaked out. Renee, I don't know if you were freaked out. Roger was like, whatever. AJ <laughs> was like laughing at us because he was like, I told you, motherfuckers, this is what I do. We, that was when I was like, this is some real shit. So I asked AJ, what happened? Well, I helped her cross over. So he helped this girl cross over. It, um... It scared the fuck out of me because at that point, I realized that, okay, this shit is real. There's another side. There's another situation going on here. And now I'm going to be open mi- <coughs> open-minded. Open-minded. My voice is... <laughs> Dude, take a drink of some water, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> open-minded. Yeah. You over here parched, is- <clears throat> bro. Your mom's calling you. Parched. Yeah, I've been very, very... Open-minded about all this, but but like going yeah, back to what you were saying, Daniela, like you think sometimes people, like you don't tell people what you see or your experience because, like, let's say you tell like your your parents or like a sibling, and then they confirm everything that you're telling. Like, I didn't want to say anything, but I saw it too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I 
I didn't, it's, it's honestly more so for me because honestly, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep by myself ever, ever. Um, I don't watch horror movies because of that either. I just, it, it's a me, it's me shutting myself, my brain off to that part because I start to pay attention to a lot of things. If I bring my attention to what kind of energy is in this house? Is it safe for me to be here? Did I just really freaking see that? And yeah. like, did that just there's move? a lot of things that I, yeah, that there's a lot of things that I block off more so just for my convenience now, but definitely um, just growing up there was a lot of things that i saw so yeah now this is what i tell people i i feel that you know not well let's just let's just go over the rules what are the rules if your house is haunted this is this is the, the momo rodriguez paragordo active uh you know, activity, uh, I guess, rule book to what to do, what not to do. Number one rule of haunted houses, no one talks Listen, about haunted houses. Number one, if you <laughs> if you feel your house is haunted, then your house is haunted. If you feel... If you fear. If you, if you, fe no, if you feel it. And if not, if you see... If, let's say you see something happen, like you see the keys move, you see something happen, or you hear a noise, fuck the noise. If you in your in your bones like feel it, uncomfortable, it, if you feel yeah like it's haunted, it's haunted. Yeah, definitely. Now, if if you if you see, what if it's just like a a once in a long while feeling like you know, but the, most of the time you're cool. Listen, we all have an intuition, and our intuition comes from energy, comes from vibes. These spirits act on energy and vibes. If you, you know, if you feel like, let's say, once once a year you have this weird feeling in your house, that can also be a haunting. A haunting is not every night. It can be once a year, the haunting. Because the haunting can be an anniversary of something significant to that entity. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, there's a name for that, right? A residual, yeah. haunting. residual haunting. Residual haunting. Yeah, he's paying attention to me. All right. He's learning. <laughs> he's fucking learning. It's their ghost anniversary. There you go. A ghost anniversary. That's hilarious. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah. My voice, what man. What's your voice? Am man? I funny, right, guys? <laughs> You're good. Momo's voice right. is possessed. Back to My voice has been not as it has. Daniela, didn't I call you the other day? You told me I sound like an old man. You got COVID? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you got run over by a bus. That's how, she, that's how she talks to me. What a fucking jerk. I was like, you sound like crap, You Momo. sound like you, you sound like a garbage truck. Hit your vocal cords. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. So, n next thing you do, number one, I, I would say number one, number one thing to do, number one, is, is salt out. Realize, no, realize it and figure it out. Is it a feeling that it's haunted or is it a noise that you hear? <laughs> It's more like a brick to the face. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, it's definitely. I mean, if it's a, a brick to the face, it's highly suggest yeah. you leave. You know. Yeah, you. It's an energy now. And you know what? It's not that I'm like, ooh, it's dark, so there has to be. No, it's like a regular day. It can even be broad daylight, and just something really does intuitively yeah. tell you be aware, and you're like, what the hell? Now, why do always you're people feel it's like a night? Like hauntings happen more at night because. 
Number one, because it's more quiet. It's quieter, and you're more you're more attentive. Or, or you're, yeah, you're paying attention. No one pays attention during the day unless you're by yourself. You know what, though, Momo, I I have been scared shitless in the middle of the day. Yeah, no, me too. And like I've seen, like when we did our ghost hunt, sometimes it was during the day. Like we saw some stuff that was even worse. The thing is, I tell people, if you go into a dark alley, you're not gonna find ghosts. <laughs> You know, ghosts tend to be connected to something that, you know, they remember or they want to live on to. The, oh, fuck, my voice. The most ghosts, <laughs> the most ghosts that I think that I've heard of sightings is is at Disneyland. And it's, oh, not, okay. you know. Uh, because of the, the happy memory? The happy memory, they're attached to it, you know. Um, a lot of places, a lot of hotels, you know. They great. say that Haunted Mansion is really haunted. Yeah, they say they see a little boy on the camera sometime. I mean, look. Oh, note to self. Yeah. Never <laughs> yeah so if you, ever, to... if you ever take one of those pictures home with you and there's a boy in the cart with you <laughs> and it's not yours, you know. <laughs> there is things like that. No, an- it's real. It's literally real. They pay the ghost on a weekly basis. No, another thing he's is. Got, he's if, got insurance and everything. Man, they're on salary. <laughs> if you feel that things move around the house, you know, that's yes. that can be also, you what know. What about scratches? I mean, see, those are things that you got to figure out. Is it an animal living in the house? Is there a possum in the attic? Yeah, is there, you know, it could be several things, but let's, let's, I mean. It could be, it could be demonic too, right? I've heard a voice and I've, and I'm not making this up just to like jump on the bandwagon, but there was broad daylight, broad daylight. I was washing the dishes. Nobody was home. And I still feel it till this day. Um, something whispered directly into my ear and in the most in the most accurate of dialogue it just said Daniela like it whispered it just went Daniela and you know when somebody like whispers in your ear very softly never it it tickles like it tickles down your spine yeah like the whisper that's what happened to me that I dropped the the plate and it broke in the sink and I, I literally just ran into my room it happened so randomly and just very quickly, but it was enough that I could not ignore that that had yeah. happened. Somebody did speak into my ear. No, nobody was in the house. I ran into the room and I just screamed and I freaked out. And I just had to calm myself down to say like, hey, like maybe, whatever, get the hell out of the house. It's broad daylight. It's like nothing's going to happen to you. Mm. I leave and I go to the yard and I just, Try, I just replay that sound over and over in my head because what had happened, I could not believe that had happened enough to the fact that I, I broke a glass and I ran into my room. I, I will never forget that. So if you hear your name, that might be... Uh-huh. Well, no, well, as a kid, I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, but like, there's been many times where I've heard my name and then I'm like from like the other room, I'm like, Monday... Monday, and then like you go find your parents, and you're like, "What do you want?" They're like, "I didn't call you," and you're like, "No, nah, they're someone, probably fucking you with know you." Probably. Yeah, but what does that mean? Uh, one of you was gonna say like that usually means what? No sabes lavar trastes, or what does that mean? What Monday? No, if somebody says your name, like if they're calling oh. for you, you know, is there I, significance wh- to that? What it can be is this: Do you have anybody uh, who has passed that's connected to you? Well, yeah, I mean, I think everybody does, but not. No, I'm saying to like a point close like to you where they that's would close say to it, you. 
Like that at would, that, that time, would... though, because this did yeah. happen years ago. At that time, like, yes, I did. Okay, so here's the thing: a lot of times when we have these moments of, I, I guess, not even being lost, just going through some kind of a family or or, or personal, you know, thing coming up in your life, some some kind of a trial, tribulation. When you have something in your life happening. You 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 talk a lot. You pray a lot. You you say it to the universe, and those of us that have had loved ones pass, stick around for those moments. They they can see what's coming up for you, but not see all the way. They can see okay. a little bit of an elevated of, of, of beyond what you can your horizon. They have a, they have a their horizons a little more broad than yours. So a lot of times, a lot of people who had loved ones pass have heard someone say their name and it's always connected to some kind of a loved one that passed trying to give you a like a a, a wake-up call or like a get your get your shit ready or snap out of it don't think like that it's their way to connect to you and tell you hey um whatever you're thinking of of doing whatever you're thinking of process whatever is bothering you i'm trying to connect to you and tell you you know was it a moment in your life that you had to make a a decision or, or realize something or, or, or move forward or, or were you going, it was oh. definitely moving forward. Cause now that you mention it, I did lose a best friend. Um, but this person had moved away to another state. Yeah. Um, and he, he was sick. He had a kidney transplant and I remember he had moved away and then they, and then the news came where we all received me and and his close friends received did you guys, news that he did had you guys ever away. make, make and arts I was and so crafts? angry because I didn't get to say goodbye to him and so during that time I did back in the day I used to pray I don't anymore um that I would see him or he would somehow tell me goodbye and I think that son of a bitch did <laughs> is there any, is there any significance to to scissors with him what is there any significance with scissors? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I I was I was younger. Did you ever do so, like arts and crafts with him? Yeah, we were in elementary school together. There's no significance of a scissors situation. No, not that I can remember. Think about You're it. Putting later me on, on the spot, Momo. Think about it later on. Um, mm. think about it. Now, how how old was this person? I think he was 13, 14. Hmm. Sometimes I'm telling you, the, we hear certain things. We always want to go, like right now, Hefty goes, was it demonic? It, it's not always going to... Why did I say that? Earlier about about the voices and stuff like that and by, and by energies. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it didn't... Didn't it didn't have an element of demonic? Well, because it was he, just like, he oh my god, like someone's no, in my ear, and it was very well, we always it was a whisper. We always want to make things feel like we we, we fear what we don't understand. Well, I couldn't understand while I was hearing voices. Nobody's in the house. Well, I mean, look, if they they knew your name, it, I mean, I always I always think this. I always try to see the most positive thing that it can be. Like, do they would ghosts ever use like a nickname? Like come up to you and be like Gordo. I'm pretty sure they would. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they would. But I'm saying, like, the first thing you do when you do hear something like this. So if anybody has a situation like Daniela where they hear their voice or their name, their name called, what you do in this moment is just remember or th try to remember why or 
who that has passed would want to get your attention and why? Why did you mention the scissors? Um, I got a feeling about it. Okay. Why? No, I was just, I, I mean, I'm curious because there's so many details that I are not very vivid to me at this moment. They will be later on. You're going to call me like, oh, fuck, the scissors mean this. Hi, hi Renee. Yeah. It happens all the time. One time he cut me. No, it happens to me whenever. <laughs> it just there's a significance whenever when, whenever you're talking. We start talking about him. I got yeah. this image of you and him and laughing about scissors. That's so funny. Yeah, you guys were like you guys were at a table like a small table doing yeah, something. Yeah, we were in a cramped table in, in the classroom. So that's kind of like the visual, like a table sitting yeah. down. Did you guys sit together at school? Yes. That's fucking weird. I got that. That's what I visualized. You guys with scissors sitting down, laughing about some cutting something, but it had a significance in what the scissors were had. The scissors had a great significant significance of what you were making. Hmm. It's weird. Anyways, that happens to me sometimes. Fucking AJ. Fucking AJ did this to me, man. I was never like this. It was normal. And then, and sometimes I, I get it right on it, or, or I'll come up with something. When you hear something in your house. A voice, someone talking. Just try to figure out the most logical thing. It can be number one. It can be a vent. It can be some noise. It can even be you thinking you hear. Our our mind is very very crazy. Our mind can make us hear voices that are not there. You know. Another thing is, you know, check all your devices. Check everything. I mean, this was pre like iPhone, obviously, because yeah, yeah. I was also no. Like, years, years was something because you 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 lived through it. But people who hear voices, I mean, because look, there's a schools. Schools tend to hear voices. Every elementary school, people hear voices. Now, people, the scientific thing, people say that sound travels and gets stuck, so people can okay. actually hear voices of kids in the hallways if they go to a school that's empty right now. What did they say? Is it the same sort of uh, um, a metaphysics where I've heard that people are like, "Oh, you hear your your phone ringing when it's not because we're so already yes, to, exactly, yes, you hear it ringing. ringing, yeah." So I mean, it could be that kind of like when you can hear a roller coaster, you know, a theme park that's not running. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> that's happened. You never got to like a theme park and like the ride's not running. You're like, you can hear it, like you can hear the roar of it. I've never heard anybody say that, but okay. <laughs> like gonna, the I'm swoosh. I, I get what you're saying. Like the swoosh of like the sound of the rope. He's all mad at me and I look at me all pissed. <laughs> Sometimes I can hear bacon frying. Sometimes I can hear but, bacon uh, frying. no frying in but the bacon. There's no bacon. <laughs> right? Sometimes I hear the toaster pop with no Pop-Tart. No Pop-Tarts, Pop-Tarts sound good right now, bro. Like that pizza you never ordered. Oh, we go. I don't want pop tarts. My voice right now. You've is... never had a pop tart? No, I've. Oh yes, I've had all the junk food in the world, and pop tarts. Pop tarts are made to be eaten cold. <laughs> now I, I just want one. Pop, I don't have any. Pop tarts are actually very, very high in calories. Mama has a sugar-free pop tarts. No, I wish there was sugar-free pop tarts. So pop-tarts there are sugar-free pop tarts. What's another thing you think that people always? Renee, what's something people say that when their house is haunted? What do they? What do they hear? Or something they hear? They say. 
They hear chains. I'm trying to remember. They hear chains on the floor. Okay. Oh, yeah. might, might have sightings, like, of any, like, shadows. Or, like, sometimes when you, when you look in the corner of your eye, you see, like, a movement. And then you glance and, like, I thought I saw something. It could be a cataract or a floater in your eye. Yeah, the like peripheral this. visions. Yeah, so, like, you're, you're watching TV and all of a sudden someone passes by the hallway and then there's no one home but you and... So you might think so like, like, it'd be like one of those little gnats, though. You know what like I think? Like, yeah. You know what I think ghosts should do? They should have their own soundtrack when they pass by your house, like in the movies. So if you're sitting down and something goes dun dun dun, like by the side, like the dramatic, like the dramatic, dramatic yeah, like the like a dun 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 when they pass by. I would literally lay down and die. That'd be so scary. The, but to see that would help you to know if it was really something going on. <laughs> you know, if it's really, really yeah, <laughs> the, no, that's just the ghost. If I think, if but that's you, just me. Now, I I recommend if number one, if your house is haunted, make sure you know it's haunted, and if if you feel that it is, it probably is. Second, don't antagonize. Don't antagonize. Don't give attention to it. Don't try to find out what it is. Number three rule: don't fucking use a Ouija board. Do not use a Ouija board. Like, are we talking a real one or one of the Parker Anything Brothers ones? Anything that you... A Ouija board can be just paper and pencil if, with little letters. A, a Ouija board can be anything if you give it power. And, yeah, and don't summon another portal is what don't, you're saying, yeah, right? Do not, because that's what it is, no, essentially, like right? I yes, never dude. myself used it, but it's a portal, right? It, it's, 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 a, you know, it's like a veil that becomes... Very thin. That's why during Halloween, every religion, every every <clears throat> certain kind of like, I guess around the world, every um, culture has October 31st, November 2nd, the Yellow Muertos around that time. They have, <clears throat> fuck man, my voice. The celebration of Sam Hain. They, they, they celebrate <laughs> a, some kind of a paranormal spirit world because that's when the veil between our world and that world is so thin. That people mm. see stuff during that time. Mm. You know, I feel that, you know, uh, people who have haunted houses during the month of September to October to November are when they have the most action activity. activity. My sisters used to hide a Ouija board in my clo- in the closet across from my room, and I was never able to really sleep in that room. But, I, I mean, I don't, I don't tie it to any hauntings. It's just I mean, they were just playing on my fears. Of yeah, because it's in the room. It's, it's it. You know, you. I mean, that's the thing. We, that, but like, see, look how you just what you just said. Your fears tie into it, and you give it power. You give it power. Same thing yeah. when you call upon them. Like, the best thing to do is just not, unless you are someone who is really trained and understands the paranormal, where you could close the whatever you do with the exactly, the, or you could just. Well, number one, Renee and I, I would consider Renee and I professional paranormal investigators. I mean, would you mess with the Ouija? No, and I'm and I'm and I'm a trained investigator. I would not touch it. I would not do tarot cards. I would uh, not tarot cards. I would not. And then Momo, when we used to go to haunts, you actually carry a little bottle of Why holy not? water. Yeah, that's <laughs> Renee. When I would go to every single every single haunt that we went to, I had holy water in a rosary. Right. Right. And and uh, no. Now you've upgraded to sage. Yeah, tarot cards. Now tarot, you're, it's the same thing as a Ouija board. You're having the. Spirit. Someone tried to read me uh, a few weeks ago. Well, see, it's it's the tarot card. And I said no. <laughs> no, if the tarot card has a devil on it, the devil. So it has the. Oh, okay. Well, it has the death. It has cards. death. Look, That's not but, the devil, but right? also the, but also the the tarot cards you're reading. 
it's still the spirit world. It's still dropping cards on someone. It's but like you're believing. I when was it drops. very that, curious because no one, no one had ever approached me with an opportunity like that, and I was like, well, you know, I don't really <laughs> believe in this crap. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Hell no, I don't want to be a part of this because I don't know what what I'm about to attract. You don't. So you want to just stay away, stay away from it. Not really. Anybody who has any kind of house, don't give attention. If it really bothers you, I suggest you call whatever kind of thing you believe in. Whether Ghost, it's Ghostbusters, no, or, or, or done the line. call a priest, call a pastor. Who are you gonna call? Now, this is what I would do. Honestly, if you have a house that you feel is haunted, this is what I would do, and this is what I recommend. And just we're gonna go ahead and just write <clears throat> write this down. Number one, buy some white sage. White sage can be bought at many places. You know where they sell it at, especially right now, is that Spencer gift store, that dispensers. Mm. They have a section where they dispensers they, is closed. Spencers right? still exist. I think it's still. It was, some malls are open. They, they you know what? Though, there's a lot you can get, like literally anywhere. Even I think at Whole Foods, I went the other they day. Do they do have, have it at Whole sage. Foods, but make sure it's white sage. You get them at carnicerias too. No. No, yeah. I've seen it at Carnicerias. Yeah, but white it's, sage. it's different kind of sage. It's not white sage. It's white sage. No, really. it comes in a little bundle with that with the rubber band. Really? Yeah. Well, it's buy- more disposable. I mean, um, yeah, um, so, accessible. So I don't buy a big a big one. Buy a small one if you're gonna use it. If you're gonna use it, cut it. You have to use an abalone an abalone shell. All right, get an abalone shell, and then a feather of any kind of animal, a bird. You know, any well, kind of bird. It would only be a bird. Well, of any kind of bird. Not, you know, try to make it a uh, one that would be used for fanning. You want to get a dog feather. <laughs> dog feather. <laughs> dog feather. They're the best. They're the best. Get a, get a feather. <clears throat> get a feather. Man, my throat is fucking. What about an artificial water, feather? Water, water, mono, no. water. Get a real feather, right? Mm, not, from, a, not from like the duster. No, get a feather from an animal. They sell them at... At stores or, or go outside and look around the yard. Make sure you'll find a pigeon feather. Anyways, get a feather, then you're going to light up the sage. First thing you're going to do is, number one, is clean your fucking house. Clean your house. Make sure it's clean. Make sure Mm -hmm. everything's clean in the house. Then Like pick up? Pick up. Make sure your thing's washed. Declutter. Declutter your house. Then grab the sage, put it on top of the shell, burn the sage, and then I don't know if it's use the feather. Hold the feather. And if you believe in anything in God, say some prayers. Mm-hmm. If you whatever you believe in, and if you don't, <clears throat> if you don't believe in anything, fuck. If you don't believe in anything, uh, visualize I you need some more water. Visualize a white light around you, and visualize that white light filling up your whole house wherever you um, fan the sage into. So the first thing you do is you're gonna go to every single window you have, and door, <clears throat> and door. And open up every door, open up every window. Go to each corner of your house okay. with the sage. And you're going to fan it to all the corners of your house, in your closet, in your bathroom. Sage all over your house. It's called smudging. After you, you smudge your whole house, maybe smudge yourself. Have someone do it to you, do it to somebody. From your toes all the way to the top. You smudge them, surround them in That's the smoke. Illegal in three states. After you're done, <laughs> right? After you're done with the smudging, you're going to... Hold the sage, take it outside, and bury it. It came from the ground. It goes back into the ground. Let- why, why, why sage? Why not an, another herb? Because white sage, uh, according to Native is, Americans, is it rare. According to, according to many other, you know, uh, 
I guess people that are mi- they're into the the mystics or the or the thing, they, the tribal people, the tribe they believe no, this. It's it's scientifically proven that uh, sage has cleaning properties. It does. And actually kills. It can actually um, kills toxins it, in the air. So it does purification it, properties. It does. It's it purifies good for you. So, so you use the sage, yeah. and after you're done with all that smudging, does it work on COVID? I don't know, motherfucker. I'm, I'm trying to explain to... something. Hey, she said toxins. I'm trying to fucking explain the whole thing on how to sage something, and you keep on interrupting me with fucking jokes. Bro, now, listen. Buddy. When you do this, number one, don't make fucking jokes when you're doing this. Number one, give it respect or else shit will happen. You don't disrespect anybody, especially when you're trying to spiritually ask them to leave your house. You can you cannot smudge your house making jokes. Everybody in the room has to know why you're doing it. They have to know that it's it's to you know, purify your house and they have to know that it's only being done because <clears throat> because you feel something is wrong. You want that energy to live. After you're finished, you bury it. You come back home. You take a shower. You take a bath. Cleanse yourself. Cleanse everything around. Everybody who was part of the saging, have them take a bath, take a shower. You need to really purify your home. This should work. If it doesn't work, you're dealing with something a little more crazier. And that's when you either call a priest, call a pastor, or move the fuck out of that house. Because this... What if the entity attaches itself to you, though? Because it can attach to the person as well, Then right? you need to be cleansed. It's it's on you. You Olympia. They usually fucking attach to you when you give them so much attention. Oh, wow. When you, when you, you know, you keep on... Think about it. Who knows how long they've been attached to a, a property, and if you, all you do is fucking try to see what... Record their voices, do EVPs, try to yeah. catch them on tape, try to see what they are with the night vision camera... The more you want to prove yourself that if it's there, it'll it'll and appear op- to it. It will always it. be there. And, and you know what? I I believe that because I haven't had any issues in a while. Because living alone, it just really behooved me not to freak myself out. And I don't watch horror movies, and that kind of sucks because. It's been a while since I watched a good scary movie. Yeah. But because but I living really one, try know? to gravitate to like white light, um, you know, anytime that I move, um, I sage my, my, my place. That's what I did to my last apartment um, before I moved anything in there. I wanted to cleanse the energy out of the house. Um, not because, again, I'm bringing attention to this, but I was like, you know what? You want to clear before you move in. Just, yeah, I just, it'll give me peace of mind. And I saged everything. And you know what? It was a great place. It was a kind energy. And I just never really paid attention to to anything. It's just, just attracting that positive energy and not paying attention to what could go wrong or what was that shadow or is that, was the, was that the pipes? And it's worked for me for the past decade living alone. And it's really been the only, it, it's been a good survival mechanism, living living alone. Have you ever felt like you, you don't want to like think about it because you I feel, don't. you don't? Mm-mm, I just don't. I just, it just doesn't benefit me. It just doesn't. Like I'm, I'm an open-minded person. Yeah. Um, I'm even more open-minded towards being spiritual and i think the older i've gotten i've i've 
want to become more spiritual and in tune with myself, my surroundings, my environment, my energy. Um, but that's, you know, that's one aspect of the other side, if you will. But for me to pay attention to the little girl again in the white dress and for me to pay attention to the pitter patters that run up the hallway, that, like, you know, I was younger, there was nothing really that I could do about it. We couldn't just be like, Hey family, we need to move. I'm hearing ghosts. They're going to, yeah. you know, and, and there's some things that honestly you can't really do anything about, but cleanse yourself and, and choose what energy you give yourself. Um, choose, choose the energy that you give. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and choose the energy that you pay attention to. So when you're younger, you really don't know how to navigate through those things. You don't really even quite art can really articulate why you saw what you saw or why you feel this eerie feeling creeping on you. And ultimately, like for me, at least I couldn't articulate the fact that why the hell did I hear my name whispered into my ear? So yeah. I think as you know, the older that we get, I think that we can, we may never, and I think most of us don't really know what the hell we just experienced. If it's, if it's, you know, a sound or a visual, but for me, it, it's worked to really, um, place my energy into another direction that works for me. Um, it's, it's, it's a survival mechanism for me. Um, I think now I could be able to sort of maybe navigate through it a lot better if I were to experience something, but do you want you to experience something know. again? But I, I don't, I don't pay attention to it. Would you want to one day like experience? Are you the person like, Hey, this place is haunted. You want to go check it out? Would you, would you go? I don't know. I, you know what? I, I think I kind of would just to be like, there's nothing here, you idiots. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to go back home and then bring something back with me. Renee, would you? So I guess it just depends. Not, not again. I know we did it before when we were trying it out and stuff, but not, not anymore. Cause I mean, we, the thing was more, we're curious to see what, what's really out there. And if we, if we see something or feel something. And then once you we saw it. experience it, you're like, okay, we, we, we can <laughs> believe what we want, but then. People that believe it or see it or stuff, they say, like, okay, that's that's enough. It's not like you want to pursue it and keep doing it every day or every weekend. It's like, I mean, I know like you see those shows on TV that yeah. ghost hunters out there, and they're like, some stuff is like, like like even like Hefty says, demonic. You know, so you yeah. want to go into like a an evil evil realm, and then like like she said, How to, you to bring something back with you. And then I don't want to take anything home, especially if I have kids at home. I don't want any evil entities there. Yeah. And even like you know, she mentioned too, like when she's moving and stuff. Like I don't know if to get the energies, like if you if you buy furniture like at a flea market or like a yes. store or something. And you have Thank something you like if you have like a table or like a frame or something that you purchase, I'm like, oh man, I, I'm trying to clean my house, but then I got to get rid of that table because that that table has a, a negative energy that's probably possessing the house. And like, we learned that when we were doing our haunts, remember? Yeah, yeah. We learned that you can't you just clean the table? Like, no, no, you're gonna have to get rid of it. You, guys, you have to get rid of it. Does this work for clothes? Yeah, it actually, could possibly yes. be because even for me too, like um, I, I'm a you DJ, so I collect me. a lot of records, and oh, I, I've I been buying too. records like from flea markets and like yard sales and stuff. And I mean, I know sometimes people, like they said, the energy stays like whoever owned that record. Well, how many people, they love music, the song. With music, yeah. Music. It, it has, it means something And music is, is like frequencies. I mean, as it is, like, I don't know if that's energy stored with that vinyl or even entities will come back and try to like say, hey, that's my, even, I know some people sign their records, but like back in the day, they put their names on the record. I, yeah. I always try to clean the name off of it, off the record. Or scratch it off or something. Yeah. Sometimes like the, the person will come back and say, hey, that's my it, vinyl. It removes <laughs> the bond. Yeah. Like, in my, in my eyes, like if it says like, Vanessa Torres, I'm like, or it's like on tape. I'm like, yes, especially if they're already deceived. Like, if it's something it. you found, like that you bought like years ago, and it's in that person yeah. maybe died already, 
and that person wants that because they love that song or it means something or they have like a, some type of connection. And <laughs> remember, it, it kind of freaks you out though. You know, so remember <laughs> we used to tell my mom that when she would go to yard sales because we, we started learning about all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we would tell my mom, oh, I saw this coma that, that I saw. Go pick it where Renee were like, no, like no, we're not going to go pick that shit up. Like don't. And she has a lot of antiques in their house still and they always hear shit. And yeah. I've always said it's because you guys pick up shit from other people when they die. Never buy shit at an estate oh, sale. Yeah, an estate, estate sale, yeah, and that's right. I, I pur- never buy. I did purchase stuff from estate, so that's what was kind of big ass floor lamp that we got from somebody who passed away. But is it somebody you know? No. Okay, well, th- there shouldn't be no attachment. I mean, there. if you haven't experienced anything yet, like yeah. Like growing up, my uh... so there has to be an attachment to it. Somebody that you know, for... no, it, unless it was Pat. I mean, unless it, unless it was like, look, the movie Annabelle makes a lot of sense because there is a doll named Annabelle. The She's raggedy a raggedy and you know, it is true. They, it's a conduit, you know. Now, a lot of those. I've been to that house, by the way. I've been to the house of the occult in in Connecticut. Everything in, in that house was from the Warren family, and hmm. in that house. They kept it in that room because they didn't want nobody else to buy it. Yeah. Don't go antiquing. Do not. <laughs> fucking white people are crazy. <laughs> and I think there's actually some people out there that will go. Like I'm, I'm not sure if they're just priests or someone that has that ability to, to, to. They can um, see the exercise. The, yeah, no, they can see the energy that that's given off from like a, either an object or something you purchase. Yeah. And they say, okay, they'll come to your house and they literally kind of like AJ will walk around. They see an aura of the. And they can see an aura. Say, okay, oh, you got to get rid of that. You got to get rid of that. Like that's giving me a negative. Um, I mean, vibe. even there's a thing called feng shui, right? Right. Where you re- yeah. use the art of decluttering, right? And yeah. even though you like something, oh man, I just bought this like last week. So, oh, you got to get rid of it, or it's gonna give you some bad energy in your house. And you just would gonna... you ever go hefty to uh? If if I was to tell you, there's a house that's haunted. It's a fact. And if you go with this, you'll see something. Would you go just to see it? No, because I've already told you in many podcasts you've gone. You could go back, and I've always been the one to say I've always, I I respect it, and I don't want to get to the point where I don't want it to prove yeah. itself to me. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, like, as long as I haven't seen it, I'm cool. It's like funny. what Daniela says. But then, like, I don't want it to be like boogity boogity. And I'm like, oh no, it really yeah. does exist. Never mind. <laughs> Now, it's scary as hell. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know why you would want to put yourselves in, in those situations. Which brings me to my question, um, like, uh, for Renee and Momo, like, why do you guys do it in the first place to go and find things? Renee, why don't you like, answer that one first? Well, I think for us, like, when we first started, I mean, back then, this was, like, a thing that, I think that w- there wasn't that many of those shows that you see like now to where there's like paranormal and you know all these people that some stuff you know can tell that it's kind of like staged for Hollywood and they actually make make stuff to more more realistic by making like all these stage effects and like all these movements and, and shadows and you get scratches and I mean some stuff it's really hard to believe unless you're there to, to witness it or feel it experience the energy but a lot of times when you see stuff or even experience it there behind the scenes like for me I was mainly the camera guy so I wouldn't really even though I'm in in the same area as Momo and AJ, whenever there's something like an experience of like a paranormal, I would, even though I'm I'm not in, in tune like they were because I'm behind the scenes just filming it, but I feel like you're there. So even if something either bad energy was there or something you can attract, you'll you'll feel like maybe you 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 you're part of it, but in a sense you you don't want to um, feel like you when you get that energy like you don't want to take it home or, or even like with Momo like we would go with shoots and stuff um, like. The 
the connection you have is like you, you you go with AJ and sometimes you get like that twitch. Remember you said you feel like yeah, you're my and even for us like when we're behind the scenes like um you you feel like a coldness. I know sometimes you say like when you're you're next to like an energy that's either someone that passed away or something, you start even though there's no AC on or no no wind or anything, you feel like a coldness that just comes either something just passed by you that was really really cold like a um like a cold swarm of, of you know either like a because you would feel that a lot too. Right? It, you know it, you know and I want people to this is what it feels like and I think Renee will agree. Just imagine that you're walking outside or in someone's house or you're, it would happen mostly outside. It's warm outside and then all of a sudden like you walk through an air conditioner. That's what it felt like. It, but but the, the, the coldness would go into your bones. That's what it feels like, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's what we would feel on, on some of the haunts. Those are cold spots. And the reason it's cold spots is because when, when an energy wants to make itself shown to you, it needs to work up a lot of energy. And it sucks all the energy in the space, making that little area cold. Yeah, I think going back to answering your question, like you said, um, why would we do it? It was I mean, at the time we we're just curious. Say, hey, let's see if it's really true what people are saying. Because there is a website out there that we actually have um, people would um, upload. It was called the Shadowlands. Yeah, the Shadowlands. We upload locations of like, hey, if, if you want to see a real ghost or if you experience something, you go to this location. And we would go just to be curious. Say, hey, is it true? Is it people just making a bullshit story saying that, hey. Oh, there's a an apparition of a woman that you know passed away because she drowned or someone fell off a cliff or something. Because we went out to like locations where people, we go. yeah, we would just drive. I mean, there, there's different. I mean, there's different locations, different states. We went we to just, cliffs. Then we go to like Palisades yeah, estates. Palisades estates. People report us from fucking snooping around. Yeah, there's there's like one by there by the um the lighthouse out there, and then I mean there's different locations that people will post, and then even um. There was one we try to get the ones closest to us. We because at the time we were on budget, so like we're not gonna spend like all the, all this gas to try to. Pasadena <laughs> has the bridge, right? The yeah, I mean the suicide bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times, I mean, there's just curiosity just to find out, and sometimes we we would waste time because I mean we're driving places and then we're trying to get footage, and then sometimes we get nothing. So I mean, we we spend a whole night just trying to film film something, and we might not see, we might not see anything. So and then. We're just um, being curious and trying to see if we can get in. We ended up at Denny's all telling yeah, people well, stories that <laughs> fucking happened. Like at 2 and 3 in the morning. I think for me, it was... Um, I, for me, I have always had this struggle with uh, faith in God. Because when I was a kid, I was an altar boy. And then I was in cate catechism. And I remember my catechism teacher, I asked him a question. And he got mad at me for asking too many questions about the Bible. He kind of oh, was like, he was like, why do you keep on asking questions? Like, because I want to know. Yeah, but you, you can't ask so many questions. You have to just, you know, just take my word for have it. Have faith. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, but I want to know what this means. And, and I, you know, <clears throat> then I saw our priest that I looked up to. He was having an affair with some chick. Fuck us. Everyone saw him at South Coast Plaza. So for me, it's like, oh my God. yeah. So for me, it was like religion wasn't really, I, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't believe in what people were, um, were selling to me. So I was always lost. Was like, well, what am I supposed to believe in if you don't want to tell me, you know, the truth? And nobody was really there to to ask me to answer those questions for me. And then when when I um, met Agent, when we started getting into all this, I wanted to know. If this was real, because I figured if there's a ghost and there's another side, there must be a God too. There must be, you know, there has to be a, a, a someone in charge of all this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when I first saw the first ghost for me, my first spirit, it made me realize, okay, there has to be a greater power here. There has to be a creator. There has to be a God. 
when when I saw what I saw. And the one thing that I did right away was I started studying different religions. I, I, <clears throat> I oh, damn. You Drink some water. <laughs> I um I've been doing so many zooms and talking like loud and doing all this shit. I I my voice is just fucking fucked up, but what I realized was um this has to be real. Go God has to be real. There has to be some kind of some kind of dude in charge of all this. And and to see loved ones come back from the beyond and bring back messages to loved ones, it made me like, okay, then this is there's something after all this. There is something greater. And man, I think I'm a man of God now of faith because me studying religion, studying Bible, studying um, <clears throat> philosophy, it's made me realize how how uh, in, how small we are from a bigger picture. And the more we avoid it, the less um, scary it is. To really think about who we are, why we're here is fucking scary. It's terrifying to sit there and think, so what am I? What are we? What are we for? What's the meaning to us? What is my goal? What's going to happen after? It scares the fuck out of you to think about. That's, that's a whole other can of worms right there, and, but, too. So this kind of helped that can of worms. It helped me realize, well, maybe there's a reason to creation. And if you realize that maybe there is something after death, mm-hmm. I'm about to go to Shakespeare, that <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that undiscovered country from whose birth no travelers why, return. Why does life after death have to be good or evil, though? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't understand the question. Like you said, like there's something after death, right? If there is, like, there's, why does it have to be either heaven or hell, though? Because there why has to just be just one, one. There's not because or one. That's nothing. all we know. That's be- all we'll because be, that's all we've been told. Light and good side or look, the bad side. So there's light and there's dark. There's darkness. Yeah. There has to be no, but, but it doesn't have to be. I don't think so. Well, no, it's maybe there's, like, it's so it unknown. Maybe that's it what's all scary ends. about maybe it. Maybe it all just ends when you die. Then what's the point? Yeah point is to make the most of what you can do why well there's no trophy to hang up in the end of the day that what you live the life you need a trophy i we we the human people you need a trophy you're dead that's that's it that's the question well that's for me i don't think you die though i think once you you die on this realm or this plane and you go on to the next one if i if i feel that i don't go move on can you die on the next plane you continue to die on the next and do the next until the next. Oh, which brings me to another good point that that relates to this. Um, you know, having multiple lives. You yeah, believe in that. People, I feel that once you once you like die, reincarnation. I feel like once you die, yeah. you you have a choice to come back or not. Or this is something really crazy. On the first shoot we we ever did that we shot with with AJ was in Montebello. When we when we finished that night, and I talk about it on the podcast all the time, AJ told me um, that I he told me that I died in a in a black car in a past life. Hmm. Now I was 26 when I got my driver's license. I was always afraid to drive. I had this fear, and I never knew why of driving. Is that why you won't go to my house? That's probably why. <laughs> I always had a fear of not controlling the brakes, and AJ tells me right away. You must have died in a black car in a past life, and I'm like, and I'm like, so past life. What does that mean? Well, 
I mean, you know, a lot of people from different religions believe in it. You know, uh, even the Buddhists, uh, you know, believe, you know, reincarnation. You come back several yeah. times till you fulfill your destiny. That is that is your life. So what they say is that if you die in a car crash in your past life, you won't die in a car crash on your next life. That you will go through several deaths. How deaths. Did you die to bus hit him? Bus hit him this time. It wasn't a car. It was an SUV. <laughs> But you you will you will you will I guess you have a choice to go back and and uh, go through it again. There's a beautiful movie like that, um, "What Dreams May Come" with Robin Williams. That Robin Williams. I thought you were gonna say "Dog's Journey," bro. No, <laughs> that's, a nice, that's a sad movie. No, it's it's, a, it's about reincarnation and about coming so back and one. forth and going to hell and all that stuff. Really, <clears throat> fuck, man, really nice movie. Man, I don't think I can do this podcast anymore today. Hey, when you reincarnated, you come back with the you. with the voice, bro. Oh. Come back with a voice. Yeah. <laughs> My voice is fucking fucked up right now. I'm gonna have some beer. But yeah, you know, that's what got I, that's what got I, me into it. I'm sorry, Mom. I recently got um I encountered a uh who I consider a new a friend. She reads people and she read me. Not with tarot cards though. She just, you know, she was like, yeah. Hey, you were uh, a Petra. medicine woman in a past life. A what kind of woman? A medicine woman, like a healer. Gotcha. Curandera. So, yeah, um, in like a tribe or something. And um, she says, you you heal people. Um, you, you're you always trying to take care of things. And in the past life, um, you were also um, like a warrior leader or something like that. Um, I should really write this down, right? Nobody, but you know what? What's crazy about that? Nobody's ever something shitty, though. I'm glad because, like, like you're a crack addict in a yeah, nobody, nobody ever tells you there was something bad in the past. And anybody who I've ever met that had a past life reading, nobody ever says like, "Oh, you were a fucking whore in the fucking <laughs> back in the old west that sucked dicks all day." Well, I mean, I was a whore in my twenties, bro. You know? It's a different but story. But I don't necessarily think it's about you died of tuberculosis <laughs> like, oh, and herpes. Garbage in a past he, life. He it's died of polio. Like. like this is what you did or this was an experience like this is what you experienced in a past life you healed people and you were also in a war or or that's also a common one a lot of us are battling things and we come back in this life and we reenact our past lives did this war have tacos way. um and it, it also kind of uh, gives reason to some of the things that we fear today like I don't know. You may be afraid of butterflies because in your past life you, you were a butterfly, butterfly and you got swatched or something, or I don't know, something yeah. like that. But I think Hefty and I were married in a past life. Do you do you believe in like the butterfly? Can't effect? stand them sometimes. <laughs> can't stand me. I thought we were. I think we were married in a past life. You and I. I can't stand you. I can't. I think. I think you and I. Who would be the one chick? of these days? Pow. One of these days, right in the kiss. I think you and I were divorced in a past life. I think I think you and I, I think I, I think I would I think I would probably be the female in the past life, you, bro. You probably would. I think I, I would be, bro. I would in you know, the kitchen. I'd be like I would, and I would hold it against you, bro. I'd be like I'd be like you know if you don't take out the trash, don't even come over here to the bedroom later tonight. I feel like I caught you with the mailman huh? one day. I came home, and you're blowing the mailman. I'm blowing. The- Who are <laughs> you talking to, Mama? I'm talking to Hefty. Oh. I thought I'm all mails coming. <laughs> I was married. I was married to Hefty in a past life, and then um, 
He caught me with the mailman, apparently. Fucking blowing them. Yeah. That just, from just, that day, I just hated him. Hey, this is probably why I, I, I don't get along with any of my mailmen, bro. Yeah, because they cost you your marriage, you asshole. Yeah, you know, you bitch. Can we get back to subject, Jesus Christ? You can talk about your failed marriage some other time. Yes. So, anyways. Um, I, was, uh, I, mean, I, I could get into my failed marriage. It's a totally no, different story, bro. No, let's not do that. Let's not do Opened that. wounds. So, listen. I, I, we, when, I stopped, when I stopped doing this... Um, ghost hunting which cheating on me <laughs> yeah let me tell you something that's kind of weird right now that actually happened yesterday so yesterday i text hefty hey no i didn't text you yesterday it was, yeah, day, did. It was day before that was yesterday but i was texting you too for something else i said hey you just do a podcast and you said let's do it on tuesday mm-hmm. so then yesterday i'm texting hefty hey tomorrow don't forget and right after i texted him i got a phone call from aj barrera the, the medium I always talk to AJ here and there. We talked for like an hour, and then he tells me, "Hey, um, this was the funny part." He's like, you, "You you think we should do it again?" And I'm like, "Do what? Like do another podcast or do a?" He's like, "No, man. Let's um, why don't we do real encounters again? Get, oh. Like do like do like go something like bring the best to bring it back." And I'm like, and I and I'm like, "Man, I don't know, man." I don't know, cause what I know now is I don't know if I can do that. And I'm like, well, let me ask Renee. And I haven't even told you about this, Renee. I want to tell you on on the podcast. He said, you think Renee, everybody, we all get back together and do it? I'm like, I don't think. I think Renee and I wouldn't want we to. We won't but catch any ghosts. We'll catch the corona. We'll catch corona. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the COVID ghost. No, I, I mean, COVID but but it's you know the ghost has no mask on. But that's why I told you right now. Would you do it again, Renee? You, I don't think I would. I'm. I pretty much passed that phase, you know. For me, like, I mean, like I said, when we were younger, we were curious, and it's like a phase you go through, and like, oh, yeah, let's see if it's, if it's true or it's just bullshit that people are saying and stuff. But now, I mean, there's there's so much stuff you see online, and now there's so many ch- channels, and I mean, that you can you can start to see if their stuff is true or t- stuff. But wasn't ours unique? It, it was, but I mean, you, you can say, I mean, I don't know, I mean, if you try to do the same thing that people are doing, it seems like now it's more like, oh, they're just doing the same thing. Even though, like, you're probably, yeah. like, the originators you know, that started years ago. You know how it is when you originate something and then you get a... Yeah, it gets uh, saturated. And like, um, maybe. Tell me about it. But, I mean, it could. I mean, it's not like you'll get, like, a Netflix special. And it's, oh, you're just going to be a ghost hunter Latino. Ooh, what was the thing, bro? <laughs> Speaking into the minute. universe, bro. Speaking well, into out. the universe. Time out. <laughs> Time out, motherfucker. Daniela, will you You're be a guest <laughs> on our Netflix special? <laughs> I, I would totally have Daniela what? be on the show. You uh, um, probably ever replaced me, wouldn't you? Yeah, in a second with Daniela. So here's the thing. People, here's the thing, Renee. Look where we're at right now, though. I Talking about I, it. I'm a Netflix producer. I uh, produce a show on go. Netflix. Here we go. <laughs> Netflix. You know, I, I can go to any network you know, we know people who run Amazon now. We know people who we can actually now, with the people that we know, pitch this show. That's why AJ and I were talking about it last night. We're like, you know, we know everybody now. We can actually really be interesting. do the show. We were the first Lat- all Latino. Latinx. Latinx, whatever you want to call us. Mm. The first ones to do this in, in, in a comedic and also a very investigated way. We were really professional. We knew what we were talking about, and we weren't just a bunch of idiots in a fucking dark room with night mm-hmm. vision saying, you hear that? You hear that? You hear this? You saw that? I saw it. I didn't see it. Did you see it? I saw it. No, we were actually oh giving God, people closure. Did you just see that? No, we actually helped people, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, we gave them hope, hope, closure. We had people that were suicidal. We switched them. We, we, we turned people. I mean, we, it was great. 
Turn them into what? But I'm afraid now to do this because I'm hypersensitive. You know, I don't think we're gonna do it, Renee. Probably not. Oh, we'll, we'll pass the torch to someone else. We'll now. talk to. Eight. I mean, I would produce it. I would really produce it. Oh yeah, you can get involved behind the scenes, but not like in in the action. Would anymore. you want to be? Would you produce it with me? Would you just want to go inside the houses? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be behind. I mean, the being a producer, you don't got to be on set. No, dude. I think because I think Renee was really good. Renee was really good with the camera. I like the way they, they just cut me out of this whole thing. Like I'm just gonna sit here, just <laughs> gonna sit here and play with my. You can go to the shoots because well, you say hey. you don't want to go. You don't want to go to the shoots. But I can produce. No, you can't. You got to be in there. No, yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't. You got to have some kind of a paranormal uh, uh, background. No. So you have to go in there in the trenches and earn your stripes. You gotta, I'm good. You got to pop your paranormal you do cherry. Too, even if you got you got to look. <laughs> no, thank, I will gladly just sit here behind the mic and uh, you know bash every episode on Netflix. Earn your stripes. What does that mean? Does he have like attacked? Bash every episode. By a like, hold you, on, you, hold need, on. you need to be possessed at least one time before you become. I <laughs> know. A he man woman hater. No, <laughs> you can you, you can be in, in the in the show. You can do the catering. Now. You can for drive the, show. the car. I could drive. What am I, Cato? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. You I can wish. do the catering for the show. Do the catering. You're the craft uh, service. Craft service. There you go. Craft as in witchcraft. <laughs> witchcraft <laughs> service. Do it. You know what though? There's so much that you would be able to do with that Netflix special, especialmente. Con la gente mexicana what was, well, you got to be Mexicana Gente thing, Latina You know Because you know, well, we're all Mexican on the show <laughs> Sorry see, No but I'm just saying like in general Like you you can You can do a lot with With this idea Yeah Because with the Mexicans Mexinex. You know we honor well, the afterlife we, see, we, that's, we, we did We did a long time ago We, we did this show Connections to the To the later life yeah, we did this show. People liked it. We want to maybe bring it back. I think we should bring it back, but I'm I'm kind of afraid of it because I, oh, you know, Ghost Hunters came back and they're killing it right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm just look, man. To be honest with you guys, and Renee and I are very, very real quiet about it, but we saw some shit that we don't want to relive again. And maybe were you, were you at the Belvedere too? He was at everyone, bro. He yeah, was there. Was he was, there he was at all of them. He was there when we you were. Know, in you know, it's messed up. Hole. They wouldn't have an episode without a camera, guys. <laughs> That's messed up that you're like, you know they what? We're gonna that. we're gonna make you hold a heavy camera. Dude, what time? What time we left? What time? So we were we didn't have that much money. <laughs> what, what a great friend you are, Momo. <laughs> we we like okay, we, we you need this break. We didn't have huh? that, we didn't have that much money, so here run behind us with this camera. Yeah. Well, obviously not very fast, but yeah, you know. No, I, well, I was never. I was, it was always AJ. It was me. I was going around trying to figure shit out. Disrespecting? No, no, no. I was. I was. I mean, I did a lot of the the antagonizing. Antagonizing. No, I did a lot of research. That was my job. But one time we had we went to this place, this park, and Renee, poor Renee, man. <laughs> fuck it. I did. I didn't have. We didn't have lavaliers that were wireless. We had lavaliers that were connected to the camera. So Renee had to stay close to AJ for to pick up the mic. So they probably had like six feet. No, maybe closer than that. Like, or like lapel mics? Like lapel mics. He, he was probably like... Was he wired, had to, oh, the lapel. Oh, yeah, the he had to be wired. From the pocket to the yeah. under the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> so he was probably had to be like four feet away from... from analog uh, technology, bro. I know. We were fucking... We were, we were old school. We were recording on high-eight tapes. Well, because we were. We were recording on high-eight tapes because everything else that was digital wasn't around back then. Not only that, it, it was it was better quality for what we were doing, especially for EVPs. Yeah, yeah. So when we recorded this one, this one night, we... 
we heard something that scared the fuck out of us. I, I mean, AJ said, there's somebody behind me. There's someone right here talking to me. We need to get the fuck out of here now. <laughs> like, let's run now. Let's get out of here. AJ said that? AJ said that. And when AJ, the medium, says, let's get the fuck out of here, we, I mean, I don't think Renee heard him. I heard him. Roger heard him, his brother Roger. Renee, <laughs> Renee just stood there. Fucking, when he ran, he pulled the camera out of Renee's fucking face. That was still attached to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the and at that same time, so what 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 is it that he heard? We, we, he heard a cholo talking to him, like boo homes. No, like saying, "Get the fuck out of who the fuck you think you are," and scared the fuck out of AJ. Nobody was behind him. Roger took a picture of it, and there's two guys behind AJ in the picture, mm-hmm. like gangsters. What? Yeah, well, I'll show you that picture. I don't want to see it. I should put it up online. Yeah, remember that picture? Fucking scared the shadows. Yeah, we still have like, it somewhere. Just like shadows. It's like actual apparition. So usually when they say like a shadow, but this one you actually saw like the human shape. Like a, two guys. Two guys. Like right? cholo looking. So it must no have faces been, though. You. No faces. Oh, hell yeah, no. No faces, yeah. I mean, yeah, you okay. can put it up, but it's probably going to And this pop is like, this is feed, before bro. like Photoshop, so you can't say, oh, it was Photoshop. Yeah, this is before all that shit. We wish <laughs> like, we could fucking It was like CS1. Like, it was first Photoshop. We could put yeah. it coming out. But. And I remember when we, when we, I remember because we saw it. That was the first time Roger had a digital camera. And we saw it on the digital. It was a big little screen, the LCD screen. It was like three megapixels. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> okay. It was like 12 gigs of memory. Yeah, 12. Okay. That's all he, All we had was like, for like, I think it was only for 40 pictures on that camera. When he yeah, took, I remember. When he took the camera, I remember we saw the picture. We're like, this is not real. Roger had the biggest balls of all of us. He stood there and took pictures of it. We saw so much shit with those photos. We went back. And uh, I remember, man, we were, I think we ended up at Denny's, the one over there and fucking off, Should off of, off of, was it Norwalk? No, Washington. Oh, no, no, Pioneer and, uh, and one, and uh, the 91 freeway right there. Man, we, that park right now is being reconstructed. They took away all the water, right? Yeah. What park is it? It's, um, what's it called, bro? It's right it, there off of, it, it's, it's Imperial, it's off the 605. Doesn't moving stuff around just like. Yeah, if you have a haunted house, if you have a house that you moved into and it's, and, and uh, start you start remodeling stuff like building, taking walls down, you'll start seeing some ghosts because that's when you fucking wake them up. They don't see you, you don't see them, but once you knock down a wall, like what the fuck is happening? You You're know, disturbing their sanctuary. Yeah, look at the movie The Others. It's a good example. I was, about, I was gonna ask you a question on that because I've never seen that movie. Watch the movie The is Others. There, is there like Such a face? A, oh my god. Such a great movie. Really, I've never. I don't. I don't watch. I watch horror movies, but slasher films. He, I don't. I don't really watch. He wants to be a fucking. He wants to be this, in Real Encounters crew. Is, yeah. No, I didn't say. No, I said producer, bro. <laughs> but I was gonna ask you a moment. Is, is there like a phase where, like, when they're say like an entity that passed and stuff, like if they go through like a phase of like where they're not active? Yeah, of because, course. Because um, I know where, where I used to work before. Um, I spoke to one of my ex coworkers and stuff. They were saying that. Because a guy, um, one of the employees that used to work there, he, he shot himself. He committed suicide because he's going through all these like uh, mental problems and also like issues, yeah. issues at home and issues with work and, and the manager and stuff. And what happened was saying that um, one day he just he, he got back from, from work and he was tired. He was, he was pissed off because he, he was arguing with the, with the manager. And uh, that morning he, he just, you know, he, he got in, he got in, a, in a discussion with the manager and said, you yeah. know what, I'm tired of this job. You know, I'm ready to quit, you know. And he wasn't going to go post anything. He wasn't going to start like shooting everybody up but he he actually took a gun that day and when he got back 
he ended up shooting himself. So pretty much he just committed suicide, committed suicide there in the truck. How long ago was this? This must have been over 10 years ago when he, he shot himself. And then the but what happened was recently when, when I, because I went to one of my ex-coworkers' um, yeah. retirement party, and they were telling me, oh, you know what? We've been hearing a lot of noises in the restrooms. Like they, they, they actually slammed the door. Like this is actually a lot of activity in the actual building. And it's weird because years ago when I used to work there, and I, I knew the story because everyone because when I was there, yeah. I had recently got hired, so I never really, I, I never never met the guy who who shot himself. But yeah. I heard the story like, oh, I stayed inside the truck that still had the, the bullet shot, the the bullet the, hole. Yeah, the bullet hole. And then uh, they told me, yeah, this this guy, you know, he was, he was working here and he had he got in a, uh, an argument with the managers and he said he was tired of it, and he pretty much, he had like pretty much all these um, stuff that built up and he he killed himself and then. Um, for the first maybe I would say five six years, there was no activity. They they had the story, but then recently they're saying that oh yeah, even the the crew that cleans the the restrooms and stuff, they they come at night, and they say that sometimes they have to clean. That's the first restroom that they have to clean because he shot himself in the tr- in the truck, which is in the parking lot of, of the actual um the building. Yeah. But what happened was um the activity is not really in the parking lot. It's in actually in the building now. So pretty much, I don't know if he's going to, coming back to like he's he's trying to get um like I said unfinished business where like he's looking for the manager. And the manager's not there anymore. He's, he's he he transferred to a different company, but. What happened was they're saying that yeah he he makes noises trying to make like um he tries to scare people and then sometimes when they when they they leave the door closed um or open they he shuts the door so this is a, this actually he's a, a stronger energy now because I mean you know what, remember when whenever we would have a reading with AJ and we would have somebody come over to do the reading and it was always somebody who just lost someone maybe a few years ago what did AJ say to them he would say you know what. I know you came to see your, to, to connect with your dad that died last year, but it's too soon. I don't know if in the, when you die, you got to go through processing or fucking like customs or something. Or, Jesus Christ. Because everybody who I know who, well, no, every time. and I believe, like in Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly. It's just like Beetlejuice. Every time we do this, whenever somebody dies and they want to talk to AJ, they won't come through. It takes a few years, maybe to the people it's different, but but never. And a lot, of, a lot of people who have a loved one, like let's say, it's pretty crazy because AJ did my reading. What was it? Maybe well, it was about two years after my uncle. Yeah, passed. it takes about it takes some time. Yeah. Now, a lot of times when people who have loved ones that are like their husbands that pass away, and they'll say, "I haven't dreamed about him. I never haven't had any dreams about him." Why is that? Usually. If you lost somebody and you haven't had dreams about them or they haven't had a message for you from like a medium, it's because you haven't let them go at all yet. Once you let them go, they will come back to connect with you. What if they just moved on though? Once they move, you move on, they won't. They back, won't. Right? No, no. You have to let them go for them to come back and visit you. You know, um, and it's funny because going back to one of my best friends that passed away when we were teenagers, I I wasn't getting um, any dreams. I, I wasn't getting any, um, like I didn't have any closure. Yeah. And I woke up um, with tears one morning because I remember I had a dream and I still remember it pretty clear. It was in the same setting as my house. This is the dream that I'm in. And he, there's a lot of wind. There's a lot of wind yeah. and there's white curtains blowing in my room. And the wind wakes me up. I'm like, oh my gosh, why is it so windy? And I gaze up from my bed and I turn to the window that's behind me. Yeah. And I open the curtain and, pop, you know, out he pops out of nowhere. He's outside still. 
So I'm inside my, my room and he's outside and there's this gust of wind inside and outside and he pops up. He doesn't say anything to me, but he looks really happy and he just sticks his head out and he goes, he just waves. He just waves really fast. He smiles and then he disappears. And that was it. Yes, that's that, that was, was a visit. That. that was a visitation. I mean, that's what it. That's what that is. I mean, it's 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 textbook visitation. You won't mm. even hear their voices sometimes until usually they'll give you an expression. Most, yeah, and he totally did. And I even I woke up and the first person I talked to was my mom. Most times they he give goes, you like two or three words, but usually for some reason they never give you enough for a, to conversation. It's no. always like a, a, a either an expression, a look on your face, and they always look. He at, waved goodbye. He he waved goodbye yeah. to me. Like this is what you get. Like he looked busy. Like he's like I'm off to other. Like he was probably saying goodbye to many people. Did you guys ever um, go to like a lake together yeah. or like a park where there's water? Yeah, they, um, I live next to a park that literally had a lake. There's is there is there ducks significant to you guys? The ducks? No. Um, there's a significance. There's a lake. There's a lake, and there's there's a significance with you guys. I don't know, hanging around with ducks, chasing ducks, or something with ducks. Maybe we're chasing them with scissors. I can't. I can't remember any other or details. Scissors. Or scissors. But I do remember this dream. Um, and I don't know. That was that was my connection to him. And that's where I got my closure. He came to visit me and he said bye. You know, you, you um, you're gonna you're gonna like really. I guess for me, you're the kind of person that people want to be around because. You are, like I said, a sensitive, but you also attract that that vibe of the paranormal. Don't say that to me. <laughs> well, I think it's, you know, and I think it's not, see, whenever I say something like that to people, they always think, oh, I'm going to get ghosts visit me. No, what I mean is that vibes are attra uh, attract to you. So a lot mm -hmm. of people can have a conversation with you and feel like they know you or, or they feel you give them comfort when they talk to you. You know, well, I hope, but I, I mean, hope cause usually just... I'm a bitch to people, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I, I get that. I get, I get, um, I get what you're saying. Um, I think that anybody listening right now should know that your intuition on something in your house, follow it. Um, yeah. and, but if it's something that makes you uncomfortable, Tell somebody about it. As crazy as you sound, you have to tell people because you don't know who's having the same thing happening to them. And some people, <clears throat> some people don't know how to handle this to a point where it it affects people. I mean, people have committed suicide because of what they see. People have have uh, you know, like depend on drugs or alcohol just so they can stop. Ex or you don't stuff. live with peace. I think if if something's that yeah. strong. I think it would. So tell help. people, ask people. You know, tell them, talk yeah. about it. Like for those of you that are in this, par the paranormal is not always. You know, I saw my house shadow, something move, something walk by. You know, they're it, subtle. They're yeah. subtle signs. It could also be. And... Yeah, it could also be if you feel depressed, <clears throat> depressed at home. If you feel like whenever you're at home, you feel depressed. 
<clears throat> or you feel like you you don't want to do anything, you feel like you're low energy, that can also be a haunting. Um, you, you know, you, you have to really clear it out. Your your house should be your house. Would you, what kind of advice would you give to people now during quarantine that they are stuck more at home and they are feeling a certain way? Make what pe- would be something that they could do right now? I recommend to- the smudging the 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 sage but also i recommend taking ownership of your property even if you don't own it take ownership of your house this is my house i live here this Mm -hmm. is my home get out of my house get out of my house because this is my time now this is my time to live i'm living my life i need the white light to come into the house i need the white light to surround it and take away the darkness because they had their chance and you know but doesn't that go back to you saying not to antagonize it? You're not antagonizing it by 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 making it show, show itself on you. You're not calling like show yourself if you're here. That's antagonizing it. Saying oh you don't have the guts to it. That's antagonizing. Telling it to go home is giving it closure. Say hey you're, you you got to go. I am home. Then you get Uh-oh. the fuck out of that house. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it out of the park. Yeah, we get the fuck out of it. Hey, I don't think we should be here. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Look, there's houses that are that I wouldn't recommend. There's, there's people see there's a house that's empty in a lot. People think, why is it empty? You know, hey, most property is fucking hard to come by. If there's an empty house, there's some shit going on in that house. But there's always that one person. Let's go check it out. Let's go check it out. Let's go. Let's go there's always out. that one guy that goes and finds out what's going on. He thinks there's neighbors in there. Takes a 12 empanadas in there to make friends with the fucking people. Hey, if I brought empanadas, they'd be cool with me, bro. The fucking ghost would be like fucking Casper eating it and just goes right through them on the floor. They're like, you keep bringing these, fat boy. We'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> fucking fat boy. That's sad when a fucking ghost calls you fucking fat boy. <laughs> That's fucking sad. You're hey. just jealous that I have a... You're mad. just jealous that I have a body and I could taste these. Wow. That's antagonizing, see? That is antagonizing. So this has been Paranormal pod, uh, Paragordo Activity Podcast number 12. It's been a very, very... Um, you know, it's ending because I always get the the butt of the joke towards the end when you, you know, bash me a little bit. That's when you know it's going to end. <laughs> Go back to every episode. The last, like, the last, like, three, four minutes that I get bashed on. No, I usually Take bring up... Either, I either bring up Hefty. the guinea pig eating or bring up... Uh, Today you didn't. You just brought it up. <laughs> every episode... Toxic, you know, because I think it's horrible. I think it's horrible that that your people. I think, eat it, I think it's horrible that, that in in uh, thirteen plus years of friendship, you've come to my house once. I think it's horrible. I you. haven't moved. <laughs> I don't like you, bro. I said yeah, it. You know? There, I said it. You go, you go to Lake. Because your house is haunted. You told me your house is haunted. You'll drive three, four hours to Lake Kachuma, but you won't drive forty minutes to my house. Well, because they got a nice. They have, you know, <laughs> Have a lake there. <laughs> you know, what do you have at your house? A ghost? I got a swimming pool. You do? You have a pool? <laughs> I never knew you had I a pool. You'll never find out, right? It's a fucking small little fucking pool. Pool's a pool, bro. <laughs> it's a fucking pool. There's a sli- it's all disinflated. I shit. thought you had a pool. Table. Pool table. Pool table. Daniela, thank you for joining us on this thank be- you for having me. Um, beautiful uh, day here at yeah. the Paragordo Activity Studios. 
Renee, thank, thank you. you, thank you for being around and um, thanks for having me in the birthday. Happy Shout birthday! Out. Today's today's Renee's oh, birthday, yeah. by the <laughs> way. Oh, happy birthday! Thank you. Las mañanitas que contaba el que cantaba el rey David. Ah, ser cantaba. Y ser contaba. Rey cantaba. David. A las muchachas gorditas. Vete a la verga. You know, I'm sick of you, bro. Se las cantamos así. Despierta. Oh no. For all the people in the UK, what are they saying? I don't even use that word. I feel bad that you made me use the V word, bro. Verga? Yes. Well, you, you know, know you, you can't. It's, it's pronounced Verga. I'm so sorry. Right? Verga. 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 Cuando cae lluvia, ¿te gusta ver gotitas o ver gototas? You guys. <laughs> so, what was the other one that we said? How do you say, uh, I want to see gas in Spanish? Daniela, how do you say it? Quiero ver el gas. Ah. ah. Ajá. <laughs> Motherfucker, she got us. It literally took me a minute. She got what? us. Quiero ver el gas. She threw an L in yeah, there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's supposed to be, quiero ver gas. Not quiero ver el gas. She was all properly enunciated too. She goes, I want to see the gas. Carover El Gas. Damn it. <laughs> Fucking, she didn't fall for it, bro. Dos services mucho frío. <laughs> uh, how do you say 102 eggs? The, no, I, no, I'm not going to say that. How do you say it, Renee? 102 eggs. 102 eggs in Spanish? Yeah. Ciento. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say Dos no, blanquillos. Siento dos huevos. No, there's different ways to say eggs in Spanish, actually. Blanquillos is a different way, right? Blanquillos, blanquillos is the, because they're the white shell. Yeah. yeah. That's, some, that's, that's some native Indians <laughs> name for them, the blanquillos. Even some of the whiteies and uh, the brownies, too. Right? Fuck it, dude. Dame los cafecitos. mejor. Someone, at, my nephew asked me one time, what's the difference between the white eggs and the brown eggs with the supermarket? I'm like, the brown eggs have it harder, I told him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he looked at me confused, like, oh, fuck. Fucking poor chickens. Yo, the brown eggs don't get starring rules. I told him they were Mexican chickens, and he still believes to this day. He's like, fucking 19 now. That's like, I can't stand the way it's like tomate and jitomate. It's the same thing. He, what? The, the brown oh, or yeah, grass. Jitomate, and tomate. jitomate and tomate is the same thing. Mm -hmm. A tomatillo is like a smaller no. version, but it's green. No, tomatillo is a different. No, that's just the tomato's uncle. It's tomatillo. the cousin of the tomatillo. tomato, right? <laughs> oh, that's uncle. Oh, that's when you that's, that's when you're having sex with your uncle. <laughs> tomatillo. <laughs> what? What the fuck? When you're having sex with your uncle? What the fuck? I mean, when you punch your we uncle. We can't have. We're on. We're on. We're on iHeart Radio. We can't talk about incest on iHeart Radio. No, it's, it's related, but you know. It's all, it's all related. It's all related. Is, we, we apologize to oh, Apple you. Podcast. <laughs> we apologize to Spotify. We apologize to to Google Play and to all of our platforms for Don Heffy ending this podcast. No es lo mismo chile tapatío que tapate el chile tío. No es lo mismo la cómoda de tu hermana que acomódame a tu hermana. 
fuck, man. No es lo mismo los huevos de araña que arañame <laughs> los huevos. huevos. The people in fucking the UK are like, what is going on? <laughs> Tomato. We're having a jolly good time over there. Pip, 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 You get the most fucking stereotypical British voice. Hey, it's the best thing I got, man. I watch a lot of Harry Potter, bro. Just <laughs> <laughs> never been on Harry Potter. Diagonally. Daniela, let me hear your, your, your accent. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Oh my God. Wait, let me say. Your British accent. Talk about it. Um, Talk about it. Give me, give, oh. me, oh, give me a review. Pretend you had Hefty's empanadas, but they're not really that good. But just give me like a review on how they taste. Hefty's empanadas. They were fucking delicious. Um, I would go with bloody, no? Or bloody, I don't know. No, they, no, they say fucking. They, they, they say fucking. Fucking, it's not Jamaican. When you um, fucking hello, delete. Hell's Kitchen. Oh fuck! Right? No. Yeah, you sound Jamaican hefty whenever you do an accent. Every, <laughs> Every Irish, Irish. <laughs> you sound Irish and Jamaican. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just I'm 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 you know world traveled. You know, my um, you know, just it's all combined. You know, yeah. You know, my, friend, my friend, my friend. You know, Got like, it. Your oil. Do they say oil travel or world travel. World tra oil, oil travels <laughs> very slowly. <laughs> This has been uh, is a two-hour podcast almost. You don't say. You don't say. Well, I'm always coming with... Oh, what do you say? No soy gatito? That was, that was no, my Mary, say, Mary Poppins. No soy gatito. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm, no soy gatito. <laughs> oh, my God. Just made that up. Momo Rodriguez. Paragordo podcast. And this is Don Hefty. Don Hefty. Don Hefty. And Daniela. He's done. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Daniela. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not it. What? Daniela. Oh, like yella. La. 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 Daniela. 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 Brilliant. 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 Fuck, people in the UK are like these motherfuckers. Right? Boji, uncle. <laughs> Stop talking about uncles. <laughs> Bob's your tomatillo. Bob's your tomatillo. The tomato married the other tomato and they had... Tomatillos. Tomatillos. A tomatillo for those people in the UK is a... Is a it's a tomatillo. It's a tomatillo. It's a... We use them to make a lot of salsas. Usually green. Salsa. 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 Not the ones you dance to, the ones you eat. Give me a nice little sauce. Is, mer is merengue pie the same thing as meringue? No, meringue is something totally meringue. different. Why is it called the same no. thing as merengue? Why is all Latino food? food about? I mean, dances I mean, with food. There's no, there's no food called cumbia. There's cumbia salad. There's no such thing as cumbia salad. No, there is. It sounds like just. That's when you. That's when you're crushing the pepper. You are the weakest link, good boy. Well. That was really good. That was, that was really good. I really thought I was yeah. talking to her. What was her name? What's her? So Daniela, what um, what would I would it take for you to be part of our real encounters? What group? do you keep looking at, bro? Oh my God, I don't know. Um, maybe like, I don't know, candy. <laughs> I'm going to give a candy to work with me. Just give Invite me a your uncle. Your, like Skittles. I don't know. <laughs> My uncle prefers puppies. Whenever, whenever, whenever we're fucking bored as fuck on set, me and Daniela yes. would, would start. Who would we do? Would go. So how's your mother doing? How's your mother? How's your mother? Does she know you're a whore? 
And we would just fucking start talking. Everybody around was looking at us. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? With the New yeah. Jersey accent? We, we got divorced many we, times. We got divorced that. many times from the people. We we because it was fucking, bro. A lot we, of waiting. We got. We're gonna bring you back on this podcast. We're gonna have you uh, start doing it with the, with this because we needed a female's um, perspective because as people have told us, we are two chauvinistic males. At least hefty is not me. I'm open minded. How am I chauvinistic? I'm open minded. You refer to no, women. It's you, good to throw in. You refer, uh, I refer to them as dames, as dames and broads. Yeah, dames and broads. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I'm. I'm you kind see of the like honey a, on that suckle. <laughs> I'm an old man inside. That's what hefty prefers. Oh, I'm an old woman inside. <laughs> no, I said Together. I prefer prefer I'm to an be old inside man an old man. Heart, totally so. different. <laughs>